0: Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show.
1: radio show I'm Kieran Hello to everybody I took a pill before the show started today to help me focus and I feel a little different <laughs> Oh I feel a little groggy But maybe it'll help me focus I'm not have like 30,000 thoughts coming to my head every time I try to it sounds like I'm falling down a flight of stairs. That's better. Thank you to my man, Artie, for the intro music. Artie did a great job. And uh, this is my new intro music. He's a very talented guitarist. He sits at home in his garage, puts together some stuff, and we and he killed it. Uh, I just ate four edible gummies and did a bong hit. Well, I feel like I kind of, I didn't do that. I was just hanging out with uh, my brother and his wife last night, and I was just like, I need, I need something to make me focus when I go on the, the radio show that no one listens to. <laughs> I need something to focus, you know? And, and uh, I know this is going to sound stupid, but she's like, oh, I got a prescription for this stuff that, uh, you know, just helps me focus. It's not like, uh, uh, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is but i was just like ah, she's like it's not going to it's just going to it's not going to affect you or anything it's just going to help you help you calm down uh, and i was just like all right i'll fucking try it <laughs> you know cuz i ordered some alpha brain you know the joe rogan stuff and i ordered some of that alpha brain that hasn't come to me yet and uh, i'm just like i need you know i feel like i need to i was going to get cbd but i don't know the world of cbd i don't know the world of cbd i feel i feel like they make cbd for anxiety I just need to focus when I'm on the damn show. Like, cause when you're by yourself doing the radio program, I don't know if anybody out there does a solo show. I'm sure there are plenty of guys, but for me, I'm used to having a partner in like being able to say something and relax for 30 seconds and then say something else. Now I got to fucking keep on talking and talking and talking and talking. And I just want to get all my thoughts out at once, which I uh, mind you are many, <laughs> but you know, more than one is enough. Uh, I like taking drugs and having no idea what they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Coming in from uh, John in uh, Miami. Uh, race car Johnny. Yeah. Uh, a lot to do on uh, today's radio program. A lot of people sent in the random question, uh, and that is a, a great thing. So we're going to do a lot of random questions today. And we're going to talk about Army Hammer, the actor who's apparently a cannibal, but he claims that he's not a cam- cannibal. And somebody, like, I don't know what the fuck happened to that guy. <laughs> it just sucks when you're uh, when you're a person out there and you're an actor and a famous person and somebody labels you a cannibal. I don't know if there's any really going back from that, you know what I mean? Uh, by the way, phone number, uh, live number to call in, 716-325-0299 if you want to do that. Uh, follow us on the Instagrams and Twitter at Lunatic Radio. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of questions are sent in, and uh, we'll do the random questions. I think that's a good thing, man. The random questions. If you have a random question that just pops in your fucking head, we have an email address for you. It's called randomquestion@lunaticradio.com. You just email it. Just send it in with your name, your first name, and and, and where you're from. Because I like to know. I like to I like to you know give a shout out to where you're from. You know, I know where people are listening from. What parts of the world? What parts of the country? Uh, yeah, so people have done that. I think it's a good thing. It's a way for you to interact at a radio program. We also have the live number to call in. Try to be interactive because I'm doing this show solo. I need some other voices on it. And I'm sorry if I keep on burping every time I do the damn radio show, but I'm fucking real, bro. I don't have a fucking goddamn burp button. (laughs) I don't have a burp button. I don't have a cough button. I don't have a snort button. I try I'm going to try to stop snorting. People have been complaining about my snorting. Every time I, I I say something and I snort, it's part of my laugh. My snort is a part of my laugh. I don't know I, I don't know how my snort got horseshooned into my laugh, but it, it was just like I want to be a part of the laugh, so I snort every time I fucking laugh. I don't know why, I just do. Excuse me, right? Uh, yeah. So live number to call on in seven one six three two five zero two nine nine. I don't know what to do first today. Uh, I did. A, I, there's a lot of things. I want to talk about. Um, I, I certainly do want to talk about the Tiger Woods documentary that's out on HBO Max, which is uh, quite fascinating. I feel like I know everything about Tiger Woods. <laughs> uh, he's the one guy that I, I, I certainly idolize. I'm a big golfing dude, and him and I are the same age. He's a few months older than I am. He Obviously, he's got a lot more money than I do, uh, but he's, a, I don't know. He, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated by him because what he can do on a golf course I know it's boring to a lot of you people out there, but to me it's fucking amazing. And I, I've been following his career since he was uh in high school all the way through. Now he's probably the best golfer to ever live, or one of the two best golfers to ever live. And HBO Max and HBO, I don't know if it's on, I'm sure it's on HBO or the regular HBO, but I, I have HBO Max. And I have this, they're running this two-part series of uh, you know, called Tiger. And it's just about his whole life, obviously, growing up with his dad and being, um, uh, you know, learning golf from as a young kid, being on the fucking, I don't know, I think it was on The Tonight Show as a two-year-old swinging a club with Bob Hope. Uh, You know, it it follows his life through his marriage and and his swing changes and and, uh, the infidelity. And uh, I haven't seen part two. The part two comes out today. I'm sure everybody will be talking about it the rest of the week. Uh, But part two of the Tiger documentary series comes out, and the featured player in uh, part two is uh, Rachel Yucatel, his his first alleged, well, his first mistress out of the slough. Um, And she was, uh, Rachel Yucatel was a lady that Rock and I had on the program twice. And she's beautiful. And she's on there, and she's going to tell the whole story. Here, here's Rachel Yucatel right here. Uh, Yeah, Rock and I had uh, Rachel... On the show back in the day. And uh, she's quite the, uh, uh, you know, quite the looker, you know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's going to be featured on part two of the uh, Tiger thing. And uh, apparently, uh, according to the, uh, you know, if you watch the first one, Tiger got all of his uh, ideas for uh, cheating on his wife from his dad. Because <laughs> his dad used to have like a Winnebago on the golf course. Uh, literally a Winnebago, like you know, something me drive around in. And uh, Tiger would be out there practicing on the range, and his dad would, like, get drunk in a Winnebago and invite Bruns back to the Winnebago. So that's, that's what was happening. So Tiger's infidelity, according to the documentary, I think this is what they were trying to say, uh, is attributed to his dad a little bit because his dad was a cheater. Apparently, his dad, even when Tiger was, uh, you know, uh, in, in 2005 or in the early years where Tiger was dominating the sport of golf, uh, winning four majors in a row, winning six uh, tournaments in a row three times, you know, just killing it. Uh, you know, Tiger got winning all these awards, like these ESPY awards. His dad was taking girlfriends, girlfriends, he's a married man. His dad was taking girlfriends to events like the Espies. And showing up on the red carpet or backstage with his girlfriends, And Tiger was trying to shun that uh, or shun his dad away from, you know, him. Because Tiger had a huge brand. He was the golden boy. This is before the infidelity, uh, before he got married. You know, he had, you know, the Tiger Woods Foundation and he was the, um, you know, he was the golden boy. But his dad at the same time had girlfriends and, you know, was cheating on his wife. Tiger's, Tiger's mother. So, yeah, I didn't never knew that. That was never... I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen that talked about anywhere. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was pretty fucking fascinating. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching fucking uh, part two because at the end of part one of the Tiger documentary, Rachel comes on. You can see her up there. I have an image up on the screen on YouTube when we're broadcasting live. Uh, you know, Rachel comes on and goes, uh, okay, what do you want me to talk about? And then they cut... To, uh credits, and there you go. Setting us up for, uh, that was the cliffhanger to go into uh, part two of the Tiger Woods documentary uh, on HBO Max. So, we're gonna learn what fucking, how it really went down, because when Rachel came on our show back in the day, you know, like in 2010, 2011, I was not allowed to ask her about anything about Tiger, because she had 10 mil in the bank that Tiger gave her to uh, shut up, and uh, apparently she gave that back. That's What I believe. I'm not positive. I believe she gave it back. So that's why she's able to talk. I don't know. 716 325 if you want to call into the radio program and discuss your things, uh, whatever you want to talk about. I don't really care. You can call in about anything. Uh, Yeah. So the fucking Tiger Woods thing, man. It was funny. Uh, Years ago, this is after like the scandal and stuff. Tiger Woods started dating. um, Who's that skier? God damn it. Who's that skier? Skier girl. The the who's the somebody in the chat room helped me out. Who's the skier that Tiger Woods was uh dating? She's uh Lindsay Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn, am I right? Yeah, I think Lindsey Vaughn. Tiger was dating Lindsay Vaughn. And Lindsay Vaughn's quite uh quite the looker. She has quite the butt. Uh, you know, she's a you know slalom skier, so she's going down mountains and she's got great butt muscles. Anyway, um and during that same time, it was like in that it was very it was terrible, but it was like during the yeah, Lindsey Vaughn. Thank you, uh, Leroy Jenkins. Um, it was during that era where, like, dudes are out there hacking people's phones and, uh, you know, going through all their pictures and then publicizing them on the internet somewhere. So Lindsey Vaughn was one of these victims of one of these hacker guys. And I'm sure the guy got caught and he's in jail somewhere. But um, I don't know where it was. It was on my Twitter or something was sent to me in, like, a direct message. And it was a link, and it said, like, Lindsey Vaughn, you know, pictures from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I clicked on it. You know, I wanted to see Lindsey Vaughn. I mean, it's terrible of me, but, you know, when somebody says, hey, here's a celebrity naked, they just click the link. I always click it. I can't, like, I'm not, like, that stuck up. I'm like, I got to click it. You know, I'm, I'm not the guy, you know, causing the, doing the criminal act. I'm just clicking the link that somebody told me to click, so I clicked it. And there was uh you know Lindsay Vaughn like you know naked and she's very attractive and I was like this is terrible for me to look at. And I'm scrolling 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 through the pictures and I was like what and I'm swipe left swipe right things and boom there it is. <laughs> like fucking five pictures in it's Tiger taking a fucking uh you know the girl camera, camera mirror thing naked and it's Tiger's dong dude. I saw Tiger's dong. Tiger's dong is out there in a fucking girl camera mirror picture. You know, it's golfer camera mirror. He, he, his dong is out there. I tell you what, uh, you know, when Tiger's out in that course, he's really carrying 15 clubs, not 14, because that guy's got a fucking hammer. I can understand. I can understand why girls roll over. Man's packing one. He's got a fucking, yeah, he's got a flexible shaft. That's what I'm saying, bros. I'm doing golf innuendo here, but he's got a flexible shaft. That fucker, he Tiger could literally unzip his pants and hit a golf ball. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. The guy's got a hammer, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fawning over it. I'm just saying, and I wasn't expecting to see it, but apparently at some point in his life, Tiger Woods, you know, was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get naked. I'm gonna send uh, uh, Lindsey Vaughn a fucking annuity shot," and he did. So the Tiger Woods documentary. I don't know if the part two is gonna have that still image in it, but you know, give it a shot. Maybe it's in there. Maybe you'll see Tiger's dong. I doubt it, but um, I'm sure there's some legalities behind that. Uh, but, you know, Rachel you could tell the, the his mistress that we had on the radio program back in the day, she will be discussing everything in part two of the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO Max. So go fucking check that out. I want to know. She couldn't talk to him about, uh, about it with us, but I fucking want to know what's going on, you know? And I feel bad for Tiger, you know? Oh, there we go. Sorry. Uh, I feel bad for Tiger because, you know, there it is, his fucking... I know he's a mega superstar, but if you watch the documentary, uh, being Tiger Woods is not fun. <laughs> you know, it's not fun. He's kind of a private person and he can't be. That sucks. That's, he's at the level of fame where if you wanted to be private about your life, it's nearly impossible. So, and and now, you know, there's fucking five hours of Tiger's life on HBO just getting torn apart and people talking about him. That's got to (laughs) suck. That would suck. I was thinking about that when I was watching part one. I was like, man, imagine being fucking Tiger right now at home going, fuck, man. Millions upon millions of people are learning about my dad and myself's uh, relationship growing up. My dad's infidelity. I'm like, this is a shitty Sunday night. (laughs) Millions upon millions of people are watching this shit. And it's all about, you know, the shit that's happened to me. That... Oh, I couldn't imagine that. That sucks. You know, I do a fucking little internet radio show here. You know, somebody goes, somebody writes me, hey, you suck dick. I'm like, oh, that bums me out. <laughs> I try not to read it, but I'm like, that guy doesn't know me. He doesn't know if I suck dicks or not. You know, uh, live number to call in 716-325-0299. A lot of uh, random questions. A lot of, I got a. Um, I might do a movie review because one of the random questions was sent in by, um, uh, Benjamin Timmers in Belgium uh, And he writes First I would like to say uh, Good to see you back on the show Even if it's alone I really think you should try doing some movie Slash documentary reviews I just gave you one there uh, Benjamin Timmers. Watch the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO Max um, Yeah so he wants me to do a movie Movie or documentary reviews On each uh, fucking show I tell you what the one thing I do do Other than fucking masturbate is watch a lot of movies. And um, I I will do that. I actually have a movie review for you today. I think I have a hidden gem. And it's not like a movie that's really good. But it's something, if you're a man out there, you're going to want (laughs) to watch. You're going to be like, I'm going to watch this fucking shit. Um, uh, Well, Benjamin wants me to do a separate show where it's just like a movie review show. I don't know. I kind of like to just pack everything into one, one show. I'm kind of old school like that. I like to run my podcast as a radio show. That's what I like to do. Uh, thank you, Benjamin Chimbers, for the uh, suggestion. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's one. Tiger Woods. The Tiger Woods documentary is certainly fascinating to watch. Uh, a lot of people know, uh, you know, they think golf is boring and stuff. But it, Tiger Woods' life, in the pen- like he's Michael Jordan. I mean, it's the same type of thing. You know, that Michael Jordan documentary, that seven-part series that came out. I believe it's on Netflix and it was on ESPN. Cool teacher McCann at the movies. Yeah. Well, not at the movies. I haven't, I don't think I'll ever go back to a movie theater. What's the point? Everything. I just lay in bed and watch shit. Um, what was I saying? God damn it. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, now people are sending me text messages. Um, yeah. So, oh, here we go. Uh, People are sending sending me movie quotes. This is, that's the kind of goddamn text message I get. I get movie quotes. Um, yeah, so I got one for you. I got a movie review for you. The Tiger Woods documentary is great. Um, go watch it. It's fascinating. I know, you know, golf is kind of boring, but it's not about golf. It's about pretty much celebrity and, um, you know, being being the greatest and, and what it takes to be the greatest and what he has to deal with in his life and blah, blah, blah. And now, you know, part two is going to be super juicy because it's all about the infidelities. You know, Perkins waitress, Rachel Yucatel, porn stars, Blah blah blah. I'm sure the half a billion dollars he had to give away to his uh, Elon, his ex-wife, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I do have a movie that I uh, that I will review, and it's not a very good movie. <laughs> it's called. Uh, it's in my notes here somewhere. It's called Knock Knock. It came out in 2015, and it's a Keanu Reeves movie. It's a Keanu Reeves movie. The movie's called Knock Knock. Uh, and it came out in 2015. It's, uh, and it's Keanu Reeves movie. And it's not one of these John Wick type deals, you know, it's kind of like, uh, like, a you know, a home invasion type thing. Keanu Reeves plays a fucking, an architect who, uh, who works from home and his wife and his kids are going to, they live in California. His wife and kids are going to, uh, the beach, the beach house for the weekend. And he's gonna be home alone, uh, working on an architectural project, uh, cause he has to get it done and he needs some home, home alone time. So he sends the wife and the kids off to blah, blah, blah. You know, simple, uh, you know, simple premise. You know, if that was the whole movie, it'd be boring as shit. Uh, but you know, as uh, the wife and kids leave, uh, you know, it, it's storming outside and, uh, Keanu's there fucking doing his Keanu things. He's doing his, uh, you know, he's on his computer doing the old Giga Watch trying to get the dimensions right for whatever the fuck he's trying to build. And he gets a little knock at the door. Get the knock at the door. You know, and you know Keanu and his brilliant acting skills. He's like, what? <laughs> you know, so he answers the door and uh, it's two uh, scantily clad uh, young ladies. You know, they're all wet. He's at the door. I mean, I have an image up it on the, on the screen here. And uh, there's two uh, young ladies at the door, and they're like, hey, sir, um, we were going to a party, and uh, we were dropped off in the wrong location. We're kind of lost. Our cell phones died because they got wet from the rain. Uh, Do you mind if we use your phone? Um, Will you let us in? And Keanu, obviously, the gentleman that he is. Mind you, uh, Keanu said in the movie, Keanu Reeves actually is 58 years old, I believe, in the movie. He claims uh, he's playing a character that's 43 and it really doesn't play. But I believe the reason why he he said he was 43 and his character was 43 in the film is because later on, Keanu is balls deep in both of these girls (laughs) in the shower. I mean, these girls are not old. (laughs) These girls are like 20 at the the most. So one thing leads to another. Keanu lets the girls in. uh, And as soon as he lets the girls in, you know, they use the phone. They use the phone. It's like within three minutes, sex stuff is being talked about. Here's, the, here's a guy who just met two beautiful women that sh- wet showing up at his door. They come in and within three seconds, they're talking about threesomes. And uh, I was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> there is some shit in this movie. I mean, I the girls showed up in the movie. I was like, I'm locked in for however long this fucking movie is. I don't care. Like they're gorgeous. And you know, what a way to introduce two girls into a movie uh, other than to have them wet, standing, shivering. <laughs> There's something about that. Like, they were, you know, standing in the doorway. Keanu opens the door, and they're just two wet, you know, soaking wet hot chicks. I'm like, that's the best introduction to two characters in a movie ever. Yeah. So, you know, Keanu, uh, you know, the, the girls take advantage of them. And, uh, you know, one thing leads to another, like they coerce him, like Keanu the whole time. He's not like, like his character is kind of like a nice guy. He's like a loyal dude. He doesn't want to fuck around on his, um, you know, his wife or anything. But when he got to, you know, 22 year olds, 20 year olds, they would you know, really like, you know, dime pieces in your house. They're all wet. They're wearing your robes because you, you, you you took, they you asked them to take off their clothes or they took off their clothes so you can dry them. So you know, they're ready for when they get picked up by their friends to be taken to whatever movie, uh, whatever party it is they were supposedly supposed to go to. Um, so they're, like, wearing robes, and, and they wanted to, like, at some point during the uh, the scene there, uh, they, they asked Keanu, can we use your shower? And obviously there's a the whole banging scene in the shower. <laughs> uh, these girls coerce them into banging. them. I mean, it didn't take much. I mean, you got two hot chicks in your house. I got two hot chicks that show up my fucking front door. I, I, I'm i hoping I'm getting late, you know what I'm saying? But so, yeah, they coerced them, you know, and then they ended up, uh, you know, I don't want to ruin the movie for you, uh, but it's worth watching. You know, there's, uh, you know, there's some things that happen. There's, there's a reason why they're there. There's a reason why they're there. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. But it's certainly worth watching. 2015, knock, knock. It's a Keanu Reeves joint. It's not like the John Wick movies. It's not like, uh, you know, whatever else he made. (laughs) I have, Keanu Keanu kind of puts me to sleep sometimes, but I hear the the John Wick movies are great. I have a fucking idea. But um, yeah, knock, knock. That is one that I I would suggest you people watch. Go and watch that shit. Uh, Yeah, the movie's great. You got to, you got to fucking, you know, there's some good, here's the thing. Like I heard that Netflix is putting out in 2021, each week of uh, 2021, Netflix is putting out a new movie. They're going to debut a new movie for 52 weeks of 2021. And the thing about Netflix, like the Netflix fucking, uh, the, the Netflix original content, the movie, the original movie, I haven't seen really one good movie yet. They're all kind of just bland. They're all kind of like, like the George, there's a George Clooney Clooney movie that was put out by Netflix. And I tried to watch that fucking thing. It's a new one. It's about something about space and he's in like the South Pole or something. I have no fucking idea what it's about because I've I've literally tried to watch this fucking thing four times and I've fallen asleep every time. Every time. It's just very quiet. The movie's quiet and it's like space age shit going on in there but I can continue to fucking fall asleep. You know, so they haven't put out, but apparently they're going to put out a new movie every week. I don't know how Netflix even makes money. Does anybody know how Netflix makes money? I feel like they just dish out cash. They must be a massive debt. No idea how Netflix makes money. Uh, the floor is lava on Netflix was great. See, I guess is that a movie or like a series? Because there's series, like the Netflix original series. Those things are great. I mean, like, like um, Ozark is fucking phenomenal. Like the first season of Ozark, I was like, you know, that was fucking bonerific, dude. What a great fucking. You know, I'm not saying you're gonna get a boner watching it, but it was fascinating. I loved it. Uh, I forget that Jason Bateman's a fucking incredible actor. I love that guy. Yeah, so uh, go watch knock knock. That's one I uh, that's one I thoroughly recommend. Just because of the chicks. I mean you can see the image I have up on the um of the screen, you know, there's, there's a the chick with her top a lot of nudity. Like it's a throwback, this knock knock movie. It's a throwback to those um you know, those mid nineties movies where there's just like gratuitous nudity, <laughs> you know. Just it's it's a throwback. I feel like you don't see those movies these days, you know. I feel like uh, we're getting kind of prude with the movies, you know, unless it's like an independent thing, like somebody's, uh, you know, somebody's passion flick or something, you know. Uh, apparently, it is army hammer guy, right? He's the actor. He was on the social network. Uh, apparently, this dude, I, I I really don't know, but it he. Apparently he had like a phantom Instagram gram account, Instagram account, uh, where he was like writing shit about uh, you know wanting uh, having fantasies about like eating chicks. <laughs> uh, not a good thing, you know. Uh, I think I have a quote from one of his DMs. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Hammer professes. His desire to quote unquote bite pieces off of the recipients, recipients and eat her heart. In another, he says these are DMs. I am a hundred percent a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck the scary. That's scary to admit. I never admitted that before. That's a DM that Army Hammer the actor sent to some lady. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. I never admitted that before. So there you go. Being Now, now Army Hammer, obviously, uh, he refutes all these things. He says, this is somebody just setting me up. Uh, Those DMs are not mine. Uh, Because I would imagine, and I was trying to think of this before, what's worse, being labeled as a man, being labeled a cannibal or being labeled a rapist? What is worse? I don't know. I would imagine rapist is number one. But here's the thing about being labeled a cannibal. Both sexes would be freaked out about that, men and women. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's very, con- I'm sure what I just said is very controversial to say. But being labeled a cannibal, I don't think you ever come back from. So I feel bad for Har- Army Hammer. But if he is a cannibal and if he did write these things, uh, well, he's learning a hard lesson there, you know? Apparently, his wife uh, was saying something about um, uh, that. He, he just got, recently got divorced or something, and his wife was saying something. Oh, here we go. We had a call. Caller. Caller, on the air. Go
0: ahead. What's up, Kieran? How are you doing, bud? It's Stony from Iowa.
1: Stony from Iowa. Welcome to the radio program, sir. I, I want to answer your
0: question. I'd rather be labeled a cannibal than a rapist.
1: Now, why is that?
0: Well, number one, I love to eat ass. <laughs> and number two, you can always eat ass if you're not labeled a rapist. I think it would be a lot easier.
1: Right. Yeah, I think rapist being labeled a rapist. Say, I mean, this is under the guise that you're not neither a cannibal or a rapist. But if somebody just calls you a rapist or they accuse you of being a rapist, I would believe that's the number one. That's the, that's the, that's the fuck of, you know, things to be labeled. It's rape is a bad one, but cannibal is, I don't know, man. It's very, a very close second. Cause it's just creepy. I feel, I feel there's a lot of passion
0: involved in cannibalism.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. It t- it takes some uh, discipline or, or something. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean,
0: you gotta, it takes passion to cook. So, I mean, if you're good at it, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta put some love into it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you're if a cannibal, if, do you, do you go like uh, you know sushi style, or do you cook the shit?
0: I'm throwing uh, that girl you got up on the screen. What's her name? I'm throwing her ass in a smoker.
1: <laughs> that is Army Hammer's wife, our ex-wife, uh, Courtney Vukovich, or something like that. Vukovich.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And then maybe maybe throw a calf muscle in a sous vide or something. I don't. I don't know.
1: Stony six, <laughs> Stony six, six, six. Let me, uh, let me ask you this. All right, what is okay. what is the prime part of a body that you would eat? Is it, is it a butt cheek? Is it a, you know, what is it? Is it an innard? Is it is, it, is it, is it like a liver? I'm thinking ass cheek or thigh, maybe. Yeah, maybe a bicep. I don't. I would say calf. I'm going with calf. Maybe. Calf is, a good, calf is a good place to start. I would imagine you could take a calf, you know, and, and you cut the meat off a calf and throw that on a fucking barbecue. You know, a little, I don't know. I feel <laughs> honey mustard. I think a little honey mustard in <laughs> a calf. I think that's a little, I think I think that actually might taste good. What does human, me, human meat taste like? Does anybody eat? <laughs> anybody out there, call in 718, uh, one what is the fucking number? I don't even know what the number is. Oh, 71632.
0: I bet it goes great with Szechuan sauce.
1: <laughs> 3666 actually sent in a couple. Let me let me uh since you are on the phone, you sent in some random questions. Let's get these out. Well, hit me, hit me with the uh, one I didn't send. Hit hit you with one you didn't send. All right. Uh yeah, yeah. Alright, I got one. Uh this is kind of uh this is from Danny Noonan. And he simply asked, uh, toilet paper under or over. Toilet paper under or over. You know when a toilet paper's on the roll? Yeah. Do you have it? I'm going under. Why under?
0: It just seems to be what I would do. But honestly, I don't, I don't, 90% of the time as a single dad, the the thing's not even on a roll.
1: (laughs) Yeah. As a guy, usually that thing's just fucking on, on the back of the toilet or on the, uh, on the sink counter. Uh, right. But I did, I did learn this from, uh, I remember we used to have a girl that was associated to the radio program named Pam B. I kind of liked her at one point. And Pam, I remember. Pam B. and I were talking one night. I believe we were getting a little hammered. It was at her place or something. And at the time, she was dating some <laughs> dude. She was dating some dude. And, like, the guy was coming over periodically. I don't know if they were, you know, banging her or whatever. And one night, he stayed over. And I guess he went into the bathroom and did his business. And he had to change the toilet paper from the toilet paper roll. And he went under. When he put it back on, he went under. And she, she literally... You know, told me that she couldn't date him anymore because she he put it under. He didn't go over. So there's a thing. People, uh, I, I, I'm thinking.
0: I'm thinking he was a, probably a short putter. A short putter. She, was, was, she just wanted to get him out.
1: Small dick. You're saying small dick. It's not the throwaway yeah, thing. Putts. Small
0: putts. Yeah. Uh, cool going te- back to the Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I would say cool teacher's going under. It's not under. I'm going over. I think over is the way to go. Hey, under is weird. Under looks wrong. I'm looking at we have a, I have a still shot of it on the uh, YouTube. Under looks wrong. Over looks right. Over looks proper. Under looks like it. Lo- it just looks wrong. And, and I don't know. I, feel, I just feel like it's wrong. Over. This this would be a good opportunity for you to
0: showcase for the My Toshi, uh uh advertising <laughs> that everybody's doing. My like j- here you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's over. Over is better, I think. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I mean, thank you, Danny Noonan, for the uh, for the uh, random question. Uh, over is my judgment. Under everybody. Over. Leroy Jenkins is going with over. Under from uh, Cool Teacher. Stony Six 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 is going with under. I don't know. Whatever, man. You know what it is? Just use the fucking toilet paper. Because you know, in some cultures, here's the thing. In some cultures, I believe, because there's, you know, lack of plumbing and some, um, some uh, water in some countries, people wipe their asses and put the dirty toilet paper in the trash can and not in the toilet. Not
0: oh, right. I got, I work with a lot of uh, Middle Eastern and African immigrants. Mm. Uh, wonderful, nice people, but their bathroom habits are different. Yes. And a lot of them will get a water bottle mm. and use that as a makeshift today. And they get water all over the place. The worst part of my job is complaints about the bathroom. (laughs) It happens all the time. Yeah. yeah, All the time.
1: Yes. And in my uh, my day job, there's a lot of discussions about uh, people's bathroom habits and what they do in the bathroom. And um, exploding the inside of a toilet is uh, always the topic of discussion. (laughs) I don't know what people eat. I feel like a lot of people... You know, they'll have a burger and then they'll swallow a stick of dynamite, you know, and <laughs> shit it all at the same time. <laughs> you know, that's what some of these toilets look like. But it is in some cultures, and it's not like a wrong thing. It's just how they were brought up. I, I believe it might be, uh, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe like um, in the Mexican culture in some areas, that's like an like a like a just the regular thing to do to use the bathroom, go number two and take the tissue and put it in the trash instead of the toilet. I, I don't know. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> I'm going
0: to let you go, bud. I don't want uh, to hog up all your air time. But yeah. uh, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, thank uh, you. I'll call in. If not, I, I got my kids every other week. So I'm going to shoot for every other week. All right, brother. But I'm, I'm going to hit you with some questions. Talk I'm to participate. And I want to hear some old listeners call in, too. That'd be awesome. Uh, shout out to Hobbs if he's listening. Um. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, buddy.
1: Peace, man. Thank you. There's Stony six six six, man. Word, guys, the best, man. Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, man. Stony, man. Yeah, he's got his own intro music or outro music. (laughs) Yeah, people are saying. I think over. Over with the toilet paper, not under. Over is the winner in the chat room. I believe I got a one, two, three. Uh, I like got four, five, five for over and two, three for under. So there you go. You lose the unders. It's over. Danny Noonan, it's over is the correct way. That's what I'm saying. Uh, word up. Uh, live number to call in, 716-325-0299. 716 325 716-325- Zero two nine nine uh, Army Hammer. That's what we're talking about, right? Uh, yeah, he's a cannibal, and well, he's alleged to be a cannibal, and he's got to get out of that one. I saw him. He made some movie that he was nominated for, or somebody got nominated for an Oscar or something. It was like um, it was very. Um, uh, it was about homosexuals, you know, people finding themselves, like young kids, just like ah, uh, I think I'm gay, Dad. <laughs> Army Hammer was in that one. And he paid the guy that, you know, the, the young kid had a romance with the two dudes. And uh some some reason I watched that and I was it was very hard to get through. There's said people are saying that Army Hammer has a god complex. I could see that. You know, being like a fucking six dude, he's good looking, you know, he's a fucking movie star. Fucking people. Some people are just fucking bizarre, dude. Uh you know, but being labeled a cannibal—that is a bad one. It's uh, hard to hard to come back from that one. You know, hard to come back from being a cannibal or being labeled a cannibal. Seven one six three two five zero two nine nine. If you want to call into the radio program, seven one six three two five zero two nine nine. Ronnie Specter died. I believe that's a, a movie producer or no record producer. He was uh, uh, maybe. He, didn't he kill somebody? I believe he killed somebody. I don't know. Um, yeah, he died. Uh, cannibal over or under? Um, yeah. I don't know. That's a cool teacher. Uh, stony 66 who was just on the phone, uh, wrote in some random questions. He uh, he wanted to ask me, who is a female UFC fighter? Who are you banging? Now, I don't know much about the uh, female U- UFC fighters, but are um, the new, the current ones but uh i believe the one i used to love was uh misha tate misha tate had a uh, i think she had fake boobs misha tate had fake boobs which is the fucking quite dangerous to be in the ufc and going to an octagon and fight with fake boobs but she did and uh she was quite the uh quite the looker i loved uh, misha tate uh she was she was certainly one i um i believe i have let me see if i have uh See if I can do this. I don't know if I can. Can I do this? Yeah. Here's a, I got a. I got a website up. Let's see if we can. Uh, see. If, oh, it's not working. All right. Whatever. Uh, Ronda Rousey's one. I don't know any of the current um, female UFC fighters. Fifteen hottest UFC fighters. I don't know. People type them in the chat room. I go Misha Tate. I mean, if you're going all time, I go Misha Tate. But you know, then again, I don't. You know, who the fuck do I know? I don't know. I know uh, Conor McGregor's got a fight next weekend that I want to watch. So I think I'm going to be doing that. Let I me mean, see if I get this website. To, it doesn't work. God damn it. I can't scroll. All right. Whatever. Uh, I don't know there, Stoney666. He actually uh, wrote another one. Uh, what What is Nancy Pelosi's bra size? She's got some cans for an elderly lady. Uh, that spine must be hard. That's from Stony 666 Another random question. What is Nancy Pelosi's breast size? Now, I don't know. I never actually thought of Nancy Pelosi and her booze, but I actually did some research, found some pictures on the uh, Not Ronnie coming in from... Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, I think... Oh, is it Ronnie Spector or Phil Specter? I think it's Phil Specter. All right, whatever. He's dead. Who gives a shit? He's gone. Um, UFC Under Friendly Cannibal. I don't know what it means. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's tits, yes, they are huge. I don't know what size Nancy Pelosi's tits are. I don't know if her boobies are fake. She's an eighty-year-old lady, but you are right, Stony Six Six Six. She, uh, she has some, uh, she has some big cans. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi does have some big cans. I have some images up on the. Uh, I tell you what, there's one shot of her that I have up here. She's wearing a, a suit jacket. Hey, look. I guess it's from a few years back, maybe like a decade ago or so. Maybe when she was in her mid sixties. Now she's currently eighty years old. But I tell you what, the cleavage she has on the you know the, her her Senate floor, the, her those titties are not dim. She's got some cans on her. Nancy Pelosi. We got. I would imagine. is there images of Nancy Pelosi from when she was younger? Is she quite bangable? I don't know. For an eighty year old woman, she is. Uh, you know, she's probably pretty hot. <laughs> You know, you throw it out there. You know, if you got the hot, hottest chicks that are 80, uh, I would imagine Nancy Pelosi would be on there. But, you know, people hear me saying that, probably are fucking, you know, spinning their heads. But, you know, have you ever really thought of an 80-year-old as bangable? Is Nancy Pelosi bangable with her tits? I don't know. I do not know. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. what's I, I would imagine her tits are a uh, are a C. There's some sort of there's C. A large C or C, Nancy. Pelosi, maybe they're D's. Nancy Pelosi has D's. I don't know. Seven one six three two five zero two nine nine. If you have uh, a guess to Nancy Pelosi's bra size, thirty six 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 wants to know. Um, Race car Johnny wrote in uh, email: uh, Is it ice cream sandwich or sandwich? Uh. Oh, is an ice cream sandwich a sandwich? I I wouldn't know. I would imagine an ice cream sandwich is not a sandwich. Where does a wrap fall in the world of sandwiches land? I don't know. A wrap is a a sandwich. An ice cream sandwich is not a sandwich. It's a dessert because there's no bread involved. It's cake. So an ice cream sandwich is not a sandwich at all. Did hot dog opt out of the classification of being a sandwich? Nobody says, can I get a sandwich hot dog? All right. Uh, we need answers to all these uh, of them now. Next week, I question the world of porn. Next week, John, Racecar Johnny is going to question the world of porn. Now, that's what I'm interested in. What is he going to question about the world of porn? I, I, I tell you what, I do want to have and I, in, in, Rock and I have interviewed a million porn stars on this show. Um, but lately, you know, uh, you know, we all watch porn. Let's not like look at me because I talk about porn a lot. That I'm like the only one watching porn. Uh, we all watch porn. And uh, lately, you know, you know, in my in my uh, in my delves into the old you know, porn, I have become quite impressed with um, the ability for these some of these um, you know adult film stars to act like they're good at acting. And some of these um, you know porn scenes that are put together. I'm not talking like movies. I'm talking about like 30 minute clips, 30 minute, uh, I guess episodes or scenes. These girls are good at acting. They are. I'm telling you, some of them aren't terrible. I get it. They're not playing like, you know, a a crazy technical character because, you know, it's only 30 minutes and, you know, half of that, they're going to be banging, um, or more than half of that they are going to be banging, but they're good at acting. And like, I'm just, I was just thinking about it, like, the other day. I'm like, not only do you need to act and remember lines, but you have to be completely naked and show every intimate aspect of your body. Like, it's quite remarkable. I feel like they don't get enough credit for having, like, the courage and ability to do that on the inside. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have, like, a... It's not... I don't know if it's weird... I think it is. Maybe it's a little weird, but I do have a new appreciation for porn stars. You know? I've, I've watched so many things, that I'm just like, you know? Ah, fuck. I don't even know where I was right there. Um, yeah. Questioning the world of porn. I, I would love to know what that is. Uh, Race car Johnny from, uh, from Miami. Uh, ice cream sandwich is not a sandwich. It's a dessert. It's like a cake. Ice cream sandwich is not a sandwich at all. Uh, a wrap is a sandwich, I believe. Yeah, a wrap is a sandwich, and a hot dog is just a fucking hot, a hot dog. Is just a, it's a dog shit thing to eat. That's what a hot dog is. It's not a. It's not anything. It's just a dog shit thing to eat. Um, 716-325-0299 If you want to call into the radio program, uh, our buddy Rim. Uh, congratulations, Kieran! You are becoming the president later this week. Now you have to write your own inauguration speech. What would you say? What would I say in my own um, inauguration speech? That's a random question from San Francisco. Um, What would I say in my inauguration speech if I were to become president? Uh, Fuck. Let me see. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, my fellow Americans. Chill the fuck out. Get off the fucking internet. Go outside. Get some vitamin D. Get laid. Blow a load. Do all of these things. Get off the fucking internet. It's useless. It's turning your mind into mush. Do psychedelics. Do not do cocaine. Do psychedelics. Do not do cocaine. And uh, I am banning all old people from becoming president. That's what I'm doing. That's my law that I'm putting in. If you're over the age of 65, you cannot become president. I thank you, and I look forward to serving all of you and blowing loads in the White House. There you go. There you go. That was my inauguration speech. Uh, yeah. I would say my first, uh, uh, law would pass is that everybody gets laid. Everybody needs to get laid. It should be a uh, nationwide, uh, mandate that you cannot go a year without getting laid. Because <laughs> people are getting cuckoo, man. Blowing, You need to get laid. Once a year, everybody needs to get laid. Uh, your theme song would be, uh, the internet is for porn. Yes. <laughs> The internet. Yes, let me go back and try that again. My fellow Americans, I, as your president, would like to state that the Internet is not for news. The Internet is for porn. I repeat, the Internet is for porn. If you're reading some sort of news on the Internet... You're a moron. The internet, again, is for porn. I also would like to state that my—I don't know—I <laughs> was gonna say I was gonna make Kendra Lust my secretary of state, and right, I'll see you guys at the uh, the inauguration dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but actually, no. My—I uh, would say. Um, yeah i my my, my my i would honestly literally we not allowing old people to run for president is my uh that would be the thing i i, I throw out there that is the thing i'm throwing out there to, you know we need young people we need we need uh we need young people in the you know in 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 the white house or younger people younger age people you know um i got a couple of random thoughts uh, I was listening to some old radio shows that Rock and I were doing together. And it was funny. And I was listening to one from 2010 where I joked about calling my mother on Mother's Day and saying that I got a DUI as a joke. And it's funny because in 2016, I actually did that. <laughs> For real. I got a DUI. And on Mother's Day, I called her and told her I got a DUI. So I thought that was kind of uh, karma coming back to bite me in the ass. Um, here's a here's another random thought I had. And I was just watching the movie. Another great movie is... Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever fucking. I don't know if people have seen it. It's kind of like a dark horse. It's kind of like a hidden gem. It's uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. anybody ever seen Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? It's a fucking phenomenal movie. Uh, the guy that plays uh, James Bond is in it, but he plays a writer, and it's like a murder mystery kind of thing. Um, but there was there was a, a good line in. Um, there's there's like a killer guy in the uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, and he comes up the. He has a line in the movie where he's asking. Uh, the James Bond guy. Uh, why is fear of offending stronger than fear of pain? And I was like, wow, that's kind of fucking, that kind of threw me back. I was like, you know what, fucking, you know, because it was like a situation in the movie where like the James Bond guy comes, you know, he's in the killer's house. The, he knows he's the killer, but the, you know, the guy that, the killer doesn't know that he knows he's the killer. So he's in the house and the killer's out. And he's coming home and he, he sees him pull up in the driveway with his car and, and the James Bond guy, you know, runs out the door and he's kind of running towards the side of the, side of the house and he falls down the hill. Now the guy that owns the house walked in and noticed that he down the fell down the hill. Uh, the James Bond guy, I forget his name. I forget his but I'm gonna just call him the James Bond guy. He uh, you know, he knows that he's a killer, so the guy walks out, he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just out for a walk. Uh, and he's like, hey, why don't you come in and have a drink? And the guy knows that like he shouldn't go inside and have a drink with him because he's the killer. But he goes anyway because he didn't want to offend him. You know? And that was a good question. It was like, it was like a thing that I, I stopped and paused. I was like, eh, because I don't like offending people. I mean, there's a lot of D-bags out there listening to this right now, going, hey, your radio show sucks, or going, you know what? I'll fucking offend I don't care about offending anybody, but it's not true. In some situations, you're like, fuck, you know what? I'd rather take a punch in the face than offend this motherfucker right now. You know? Um Yeah, so I don't know. I think fear of offending is is kind of a strong thing. I don't know if it's stronger than a fear of pain, but you know. Uh, offending somebody is, is kind of quite powerful. I don't know. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's what I got on that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do a fucking quick break. Cause I got to take a leak. Uh, I'm going to do a break. We'll come back with more lunatic radio.com show right after, um, uh, these words, people. I'll be back. Wrap up the show right sure after this. Oh. And go.
0: Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Here's Derek Gaines.
1: There he is. Derek Gaines, everybody. Welcome, Derek, to the uh, Lunatic Radio Show.
2: What's going on? What's Uh, going on? on? Did I tell you I used to bomb a gospel shows? No, you never told me about gospel shows. They're supposed to forgive you. No, they don't. The the band played my ass off. It was. Pretty bad. And I was at and I was at like a I was at like an eight hundred seater, so I had to walk past all them niggas to get to the back. Oh man. And the best part of this bomb, Karen, you ready for this shit? Yeah, the best part of the bomb, it was right after Christmas. And me and my girl was on some uh, Eddie Murphy Raw shit. So we both had the little gloves with the holes in the nose. Oh shit. no. Oh, so I wore my, no. I wore mine on stage like a whole dickhead <laughs> and fucking tried to do jokes at a gospel show doing sort of raw material. Like it was yeah. just- I was so bad. And then I bombed bad in the crowd. And then, you know, but whatever. <laughs> but there, I remember was, that was an epic about 800 oh, motherfuckers was like, because the whole thing it? was it was a gospel, like open mic. So you could do like gospel songs, gospel rap, whatever. <laughs> whatever. And I was like, I was getting in the stand up. I was just, I was getting into it. I was like, man, fuck that. I'm in my art. I'm going to do it for God. I ain't going to curse, but I'm going to go out there and be kind of nice. Right? So I had my little sweater and my little dumb gloves on. And look, in gonna,
1: part, oh, right. answer, look in like, the part. Look in the Eddie Murphy part. Oh, boy. Are you making Does me anyone ever do, making uh, comedy me on those shows? Huh? Uh, no, attempted? I just
0: took a shot. You I were the first like, and yeah. last person to attempt and comedy? They, and
2: they would just dog my ass. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was Philly. You know what you do? it's Philly people. So and how like, often <laughs> do
0: they do that? They still every do Christmas
2: it. they used to do it every back in the day, but they don't do it anymore. Do it anymore. You know it'd be great. What's if, up? If
0: the ultimate redemption
2: is. Yeah, and I go back and
0: smash do that room and do the, that would be nuts. That's yeah. what we. Should,
2: that's definitely what the plan would be for. Death. But No, Especially. man. Uh, no, that's uh, that was that's that's humble beginnings. I got pennies thrown at me from balconies. But what, what, I'm sorry, we get on Karen. I'm sorry. No, we get no, on it's topic. cool.
1: I love I love hearing the stand up because I'm I'm a, I'm a giant fan of uh, hey, man. Stand I'm
2: bombed on a boat, Karen. I'm bombed on a motherfucking boat. <laughs> well, a party really-
1: boat really know and where then, to go from there it was in the
2: beginning of the party so i had to sail with them niggas i had to sail with them till i got back so i was just sitting in the corner rocking back and forth with the waves because i bombed. you don't want to party you don't want to do the electric slide when you bomb baby that was a black party <laughs> they hated my ass they hated me oh Wait, my god like, they hated me. so you
1: bombed on a boat and you couldn't there was nowhere else to go and once the, you were and done here go to dj the
2: dj put me on death row dj ready chris dj put me on death row they partying already, drinking, carrying That's the, the fuck on. Situation. The DJ scratches the music, go, oh yeah, we got some nigga doing comedy downstairs, y'all. So I'm gonna cut this music off and you'll go down there and go watch a perfect stranger fuck up <laughs> your inside party. <laughs>
0: fucked that up for it's you. It's the whole Kill family. The whole
2: vibe. It's the whole goddamn family. And I'm just standing up while they sitting down. I was like doing comedy in front of the cake. Oh God, <laughs> it was the worst.
1: I'm going to kill the whole vibe of everybody's enjoyment right now. And you got to go listen to this They didn't even
2: look at me. They was eating, but like looking (laughs) off and like doing that, that scoff chuckle that niggas do when they see a black dude that's not in a black circle. Oh, they gave me that. (laughs) They was like, I remember I was like, yeah, man. I was saying shit. I mean, by the end of the set, I told him I was going to do my whole time because I got paid already, right? So I was like, I'm just going to stay up here and do my shit. Fuck y'all. I mean, I was just like the family, blah, blah, blah. And then the cousins start standing up, the, cousins, the, the, the comedians in the family start standing up, snapping on me. So I had to go back and forth with them. Right, right, right. So I was like, forget that. I looked at my clock. Finally, I had a minute left. I got 60 seconds left. And I swear to God, the birthday girl who was turning 56, I swear to God, Chris, she stood up from the whole family birthday girl because you know they're going to listen they was like she was uh, verbatim are you ready for this she's 56 years old she said uh uh-uh, uh nigga you got 10 seconds left <laughs> 10 9 8 then the whole family joined in like a fucking oh, choir oh 7 6 Five, five. Oh. and then I had to go upstairs, so the woman that booked me was pissed, so she came up to me, she was like, I like some of my money back, I was like, that's not gonna happen because you set me up for the bullshit, so I'm gonna enjoy this little fish plate that y'all gave me, I appreciate it is this white gravy were, with the bacon? The I was the like, this is nice. part of
0: this is that you can't get off the boat Can't I get can't, off the boat, so I sit there and be mad How long before you got off the
2: boat? It was two hours Two hours <laughs> <laughs> Because they had to go re-drink to get back into the fucking zone, so you gotta understand, at first they was all pissed, like, who the fuck what was that? (laughs) And then they start drinking and carrying on. Oh, he all right, I guess. Let him stay in the corner, though. So it was like, and on top (laughs) of that, my boy that gave me the gig, the girl didn't tell me it was an all-white party. I walked on there with a pair of jeans and an orange polo shirt. Oh, shit. like Whole dickhead. Was so this I'm, New York City? No, this is Philadelphia. I was on oh the,
0: spirit of, <laughs> the spirit of Philadelphia. I'm <laughs> on the Delaware Ribbon bombing. At
2: that point, they should just give you a life
0: raft.
2: Here, it so bad. It's like if the boat was on fire, it would look like a Viking's funeral. That's how bad. Like <laughs> it was just, you know, they send you off in the burnt boat, off in, Hell, in the yeah. fucking
1: this fucking. Oh my god, that's hilarious. What up,
0: everybody?
1: LR Radio Program. I'm Kieran. Uh, follow us on the social medias at Lunatic Radio. DM me on the Twitter at Lunatic Radio. Do whatever you want you do. Do whatever you want you do. Whatever what you have to do. Interact with the radio program. Random question at lunaticradio.com. Random question at lunaticradio.com is the email address. If you have a random question and want to fucking... Have me dive into it on the radio program 716-325-0255 If you want to call in to the program And uh, whatever Chat Uh, I was thinking about the top 25 douchiest songs Of the last 25 years Top 5 douchiest songs of the last 25 years Let me restate that I swear to God, I took a pill before the goddamn uh, show today. My brain is more scattered than normal. <laughs> and I can only come up with two. I can only come up, like, I literally was thinking about this. And, uh, you know, my, you know, I, as you get older, you're just like, ah, I can't come up with five. <laughs> I want a top five list, but I can only, I only have two. There's really one song that I always, that I've heard in the last 25 years that gives me major douche chills. And it's a song called Vindicated by a band called Dashboard Confessional. Vindicated. It is the douchiest fucking song. It is it is the most self-loathing pussy guy. Ugh, it just it's just a fucking ugh. Uh yeah, Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional certainly is the number one douchiest song in the past 25 years. Blink-182's Adam's song is another one. Anything by Blink-182 is really douchey, but that one song is douchey. And I believe any song created by the band Simple Plan is got to be in there. I believe they have just albums of douchiness. It should be, all their albums should be labeled douche. Like Douche Volume 1, Douche Volume 2, Simple Plan. We really had like an era of music in the late 90s, early 2000s where everybody was just very, very emotional. <laughs> I can't listen to fucking goddamn like uh, hard rock music from like the late 90s. I can't listen to shit anymore. I really can't. I I, I find it all corny. You know, it's all fucking corny shit. Um, Yeah, we're going to have a new president this week, so... See how that goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever, man. New president, that'll be great. And uh, we'll go on with our lives. We'll all go on with our lives. We're all gonna we're all gonna have a good four years coming up, right? Is that what we're gonna have? I saw the King of Staten Island uh, movie. I thought that was gonna be terrible, but it was actually very good. And Bill Burr's actually the comedian Bill Burr, quite a good actor. He's actually a pretty good actor. I am very uh, surprised how good Bill Burr has become as an actor. Uh, the movie King of Staten Island, I thought it was going to be terrible, but it was actually very good. It was, it, you know, it's not anything you're going to write home about. A lot of fucking New York comics in that movie, too. Pete Davidson does a good job. It's, a, it's, it's kind of a good movie. its a, You're not going to write home about it. You're not going to be like, oh, I need to watch this five times. But you're going to watch it and go, eh, it's a good movie. You know, it's nice. It's, uh, it warms my heart. It killed two hours of my life. Um yeah. So yeah, that's uh that's pretty much what I got, people. If you want to call in, get one last shout out, uh seven one six three two five zero two nine nine uh is the phone number. Um yeah. Gotta get some guests on the show, I think. You know? Let's get some guests on the show. Uh change it up, do do something different. You know, I like to do two hours, so I need to. I need to break this show up. I don't know how to fucking do it, but we need we need to extend this show. We need to extend the show. Norga duration day is coming up in a few days. It's this week. I hopefully it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, you know, who knows? <laughs> might be the end of the world. I might not see you guys next Sunday because the end of the world has happened. Uh we'll find out. You know, it's a weird world we live in. We got fucking actors eating people. Uh, and we got, uh, you know, people storming uh, governmental buildings, uh, carrying guns. We got, uh, we got porn though. Porn is always the, you know, something you can always go back to. Porn makes you happy for at least a couple minutes, you know. Then you get back to the shit that is life. Um, all right. I think I'm going to wrap the show up. Because I'm running out of things to say, and uh, I am not going to take any more pills before I do whatever that whatever I took. It's just like something. It, it's like a it's like a supplement. It wasn't even like some sort of narcotic. It was like a supplement, but I feel so like blech, You know, I don't feel high. I just feel blah. You know, Ugh. I don't feel high, man. I think I want to do peyote at one point. You know, you know how people go to like uh, South America and they do peyote and they find out like their brain gets reset. I think I need one of those to happen. I need a reset of the brain, like control alt delete my head. I think I need to do that. Anyway, thank you everybody for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show. Uh, Thank you to everybody in chat room. Leroy Jenkins, cool teacher. Benjamin. Benjamin, God, in Belgium. What time of the morning is it there? I have no idea what time it is in Belgium right now. Thank you to RIM. Thank you, everybody, who sent in the random question. Random question at lunaticradio.com. Random question at lunaticradio.com. If you have a random question, send it in at the email address. Random question at lunaticradio.com. If anybody wants me to sponsor, if anybody got a sponsorship they want to send me, I'll look over Maybe you can sponsor the lunatic radio show. Let's do that. Um, Yeah. Next week, all new Lunatic Radio show, 3 a.m. Benjamin in Belgium is listening to the program at 3 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) That's a champion right there, because at 3 a.m. in the morning, I am not listening to internet radio. There's something else I'm doing. I'm either fucking drunk, trying to get my rocks off, or I am uh, going to sleep. Porno is probably happening at 3 a.m. 90% of the time, if I'm awake at 3 a.m., I am watching porn or something. Or, well, I used to be DMing people, but I don't do that anymore. Very corny to DM people late at night. Never worked. All right, thank you for checking out the Lunatic Radio show. Uh, Thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lunatic Radio on YouTube. Uh, Link in my bio on my Instagram, at Lunatic Radio. All the links to the Lunatic Radio stuff is in my bio on Lunatic Radio, at Lunatic Radio. LunaticRadio.com is the um, website as well. I'm staying up because I work at night. God damn. Working at night sucks. All right, everybody, peace.